Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. Scott Foles back off the couch and back in the locker room. Matt Nagy was the offense coordinator at that time. That's when Foles got that confidence back. And any time Foles has been playing well, he plays with confidence. That's Bruce Kratkowski, former NFL quarterback. Thanks for joining us on this. Today's Thursday? Yeah, Thursday morning. That earthquake knocked us off, but we're back today. And we've got a full show planned, and that's uh, talking about Nick Foles. Nick Foles has had an interesting run here. (laughs) The only, you know, he is the only solo. There is no other one besides him to go to the University of Arizona and be a quarterback and be drafted. There has not been any other University of Arizona quarterback to get drafted. Nick Foles is that. And he's had a very interesting career. We know he comes off the bench a couple years back to win the Super Bowl, then goes down to Jacksonville with a big old pile of cash. Now he's on his way to the Chicago Bears in exchange for a fourth-round compensatory pick. Not a regular pick, a compensatory pick. Whatever that means, I don't know. Essentially, you're getting a pick back for a player you may have let go or had signed with another team. Now you can trade those, so they're going to be start becoming trade chips. Oh yes, yeah. I, re- I really concern myself with what's on the field rather than what's off the field. He signs a four-year deal with Jacksonville last year. His restructures deal with the Bears, allowing Foles to void the deal after either of the first two years, depending on the upside of his performance. Wow! But the big thing is he's get twenty-one million dollars guaranteed. That's what matters the most. He's a I don't know that anybody, I can compare him to anybody as far as a quarterback in the NFL who's had a run like he has, uh, good and bad, and experienced extreme highs. You know, I was watching some stuff since there's no sports to watch, uh, watching stuff about Foles uh, doing stuff on the NFL. And they went through that play in great detail where he lines up and gets the ball. Yeah. And they're talking about. They're saying it's the most famous play in Super Bowl history. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But it's certainly a memorable play. And for someone who's basically been a journeyman to be a part of that, that's sort of incredible for old Nick Foles. So we'll see what happens with him. And does he wrestle that job away? Do the, what do the Bears do at quarterback now? Do they go with him? And he's had his moments. But and then Jacksonville, he got hurt. And then I think the, uh, the bigger thing here, rather than Foles going to... Chicago is that Minshew, the guy from Washington State, looks like that's who's going to be the quarterback in Jacksonville. And he's had a great story, too, because, what, he was out of East Carolina and then goes as a grad transfer and considered going to Alabama to basically learn how to coach or yeah, something. Yeah, he was going to be essentially a graduate yeah. assistant. <laughs> yeah. And then Leach is like, hey, how much actually come play for me? Right, and so then he goes up to Pullman. And he has the mustache, and he was great, and all that stuff. And then he, he was a later-round pick. Uh, what, what round did he go in? This Fifth or fourth. sixth, yeah. I yeah. think. And so then he gets this opportunity. You never really know what these quarterbacks, these high-level guys. I mean, there's supposed to be five guys maybe in the first round this year that are quarterbacks, including Jordan Love. And 
we won't really know. Uh, Minshew went low, and there he is in his first year. Now it looks like he's going to be the starter going into camp whenever they should have camp and all that stuff. Hopefully it's on schedule, but we'll see how that plays out. And so good on him, and uh, we'll see uh, what he can do there. Josh Gordon, former Ute. Josh Gordon, never played. Well, he intends to play this season. He works his way back from an indefinite suspension. You know, he was suspended for violating the performance enhancing substances and all that stuff. His sixth NFL suspension since 2013. I find myself rooting for Josh Gordon to see if there's any way that he can get himself on the field and stay on the field. Well, the thing about that, PK, is I wonder how this new CBA where they're not going to suspend guys for marijuana... How yeah, that affect him. I wonder if that's all it was for him. Well, that's the question. Yeah, yeah. was that the only thing? Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Former Ute Nate Orchard resigns with Washington. I saw that for Kyle Fa- uh, Kyler Fackle from Utah State res- uh, going to the Giants. Correct. As a linebacker, and uh, we know he's been in the league. He's got to be approaching what four years by now. Can't remember specifically when he left. Logan, but he's carved out a nice career for him. Get that pension as much as you can, that's for sure. Talking to former NFL guys, that's a big deal if you can get that. And then our man, the only University of Arizona tight end drafted. I don't know that, but it sounds good. I know the Foles thing. Uh, He's going to host the WWE's signature event in Orlando on the 4th and 5th of April. We'll see. It's supposed to be his name, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, Rob, everybody knows who that I'm is. I'm just, you didn't say his name. So. I refuse to say his name. Oh, you, okay. No, I just, we're not, I will not the say The artist his name. formerly known as Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> He's, there are going to be no fans in attendance. We'll see if that's actually going to happen. All right, the NFL continues to be the dominant story as far as active news and what's going on, but there's other stuff, and we'll get to that now. Hashtag college football. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey reiterated yesterday that spring football games are canceled. Spring practice is not for the conference's football program. So, football programs. So, what does that mean? Uh, April 16th, they have a self-imposed reevaluation deadline on the 16th of April, which obviously is less than a month. That doesn't mean we'll be back to normal or back to practice activities after April 16th. Sankey said in a conference call with reporters, made himself available. That's good. Have as much media availability as you possibly can. Then he says it was just a date that will allow our administrators to communicate with coaches, our coaches with their student athletes that have resulted in the departures from campus. Sankey's also hopeful that the regular season football and all sports will be back as regularly scheduled. Well, that would be a massive blow. We're already suffering massive blows as it is. But to think that the season wouldn't start on time, and I heard something about they were saying that the game down at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, is that I was down there, what, uh, two weeks ago now? Uh, no, I guess it was just last week uh, for the basketball West Coast uh, Conference Tournament and then the Pac-12 a little bit before that got stopped. And you could see, obviously, the stadium is making pretty good progress right there along I-15, just uh, south of uh, Tropicana there. Uh, so we'll have to see how that plays. But they're supposed to have the first game, the Bears of Cal and UNLV, yep. uh, the end of August, right? A little bit August before. August 29th. Yeah. And I saw something yesterday that said that might be in doubt. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess everything's in doubt at this point. And who knows when it'll be no longer be in doubt. All right, let's move on to the NBA. 
Hashtag NBA. I honestly don't know just because I don't have a good enough sense of how long a period this is going to be. As I said, I mean, even the fact that we were using the word hiatus just a week ago and that sort of the implication was a short amount of time. I I think I said last Thursday, not less than 30 days just to give some guidance to our teams and players. But at this point, I really don't know. That's obviously Commissioner Adam Silver. He did an interview with ESPN's Rachel Nichols uh, Wednesday, and yeah, he used that 30-day initial guideline as just basically a number to put out there uh, to give some idea, but you know, we've heard mid-June, and so Silver being completely and totally honest, saying he does not know, and I don't think anybody knows, and that's going to be developed and determined over the coming weeks and probably over the coming months, the way we're looking at it. Who knows? He had some other stuff out there. You know, maybe having a game with uh, some players in a controlled environment to have some live sports uh, and have maybe the money go to some form of charity. There's all sorts of people out there who are suffering because of this, obviously. Uh, Yeah, if you want to, uh, I can live with it. I can live without it. It doesn't really matter to me. Uh, an exhibition game if that's what you want to do but uh, who knows you know what 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 the players are would, would would want to do as far as them being exposed to potential injury and all that stuff uh, and then he talked about and this has been out there it's been out there a while now i mean it's maybe a little more heightened starting the season later next season uh going from december starting into august Christmas. really makes no difference to me whatever do do what you want have your season whenever you want to have it uh i don't i'm sure there's pros and cons to everything uh but at this point in my life when the nba season starts is pretty well low on the totem pole i mean i want a season just for the fun of it that's for sure i mean i watch the jazz and everybody but the dates of when they play that really doesn't matter to me they can decide whenever they want to play i've got no problem with whatever they're thinking uh, on that if they want to concentrate the season reduce games and don't want to reduce games extended longer as far as into the calendar year i'm fine with that i don't know do you have any uh issue on that is that a problem for you doesn't really matter to me i'm the type of guy i've wanted to see move back to start on christmas and push into the summer so that way when we essentially wrap up basketball we're right back into football it just keeps me going all year round uh yeah but I got I got enough stuff to keep me going. I can get my motor running, get out on the highway, looking for adventure. Uh, Michelle Roberts, the player's uh, executive director, said she was, quote, disappointed in the criticism NBA teams and players have gotten for receiving access to the COVID-19 tests and sounded off on who she believes is responsible for the scarcity of the public tests in America. The federal government. Yeah, okay. That's what we need. We need to pour politics into this. Wondering if it would have been, let's just say, five years ago if she would have felt that same way. Hmm. Those are questions that are out there. Some people have the stones to ask them. Others don't. Uh, So she says there's nothing irresponsible about that because uh, the players, we know the Nets, and uh, here uh, on the list that uh, Jake has here, the Thunder have already received their results of their tests. Because the New York mayor, New York City mayor, Bill de Placio, yeah. went after them and he tweeted, We wish them a speedy recovery, speaking of the Nets. The Nets, yeah. 
We wish them a speedy recovery, but with all due respect, an entire NBA team should not get tested for COVID-19 while there are critically ill patients waiting to be tested. Tests should not be for the wealthy, but for the sick. And Michelle Roberts, at the same time, as she blames the American government, uh, she said she understood the criticism, but reiterated, reiterated her criticism of how the government has handled the crisis. I get it, she said. People should not be having to wait in line. The at-risk population should be first to be tested. But GD it. Fortunately, I read that last night, so I did not read that live right now. (laughs) Thank you. But GD it. If the government had done what they were supposed to do, we wouldn't be competing for an opportunity to be tested. Now, I wonder if her candidate was in office, would she be saying that? And, I, and that goes for both sides. So I am, I am registered as an independent. Don't come at me and say I am for one side or the other. But uh, this criticism, you just it's politically motivated. Uh, at least I think so. And that's my feeling on it. And you can think otherwise, and I've got no problem with the way you think, too, because you have a right to think the way you want to think. All right, that's your NBA right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag Major League Baseball. So we got each and every one of the Major League Baseball teams this week have pledged $30 million total to help cover the lost wages of ballpark employees who have been affected by the postponement of the big league season due to the virus. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people, man. One of the good things that I think has come from this, at least for me anyway, is that I've seen on social media and watching the news a number of the, the mom-pop businesses, particularly the restaurants, who stand to suffer. And these places that I wasn't aware of. You, know, you, you tend to go to your little circle and don't necessarily get out of it as far as going to places to eat. I know we do, my wife and I. But I saw some of these places, and I wrote them down. And when things clear up, I intend to spend some money at these places. Places that I wasn't aware of. Played us on State Street. I saw Channel 2 News did a big uh, thing on them and interviews the owner. And you know, another place that was started by a lady's grandfather in the 50s. And so I took note of that and I would like to patronize those when we're able to spend my money to try to help them because I'm obviously going to spend it to go out to eat a fair amount of times. I think we all do. So. I've made a note, and actually not just a mental note, but a physical note on some of these places so when things clear up, that I can find ways to spend money there. Uh, Houston Nationals ace Justin Verlander surgery and his groin Tuesday, expected to miss about six weeks. Well, we have no idea when the baseball season is going to start, so for him, that's probably good news. We'll see how that plays out as far as that goes. All right, that's What is Trending. It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. Phone number is 801-295-1690. Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, man. Hey, was that your first earthquake? How'd it go for you? We'll get to that next. Uh, also, in about an hour and 10 minutes, Joe Ingles, it's Thursday. He's going to be on. And then at the top of the 9 o'clock hour, Craig Bullerjack. Obviously, we know what he does. He'll be joining us. And we have a couple other uh, special guests joining us, too. So stay with us. We're back on the air. And very grateful to be back on the air. That's for sure. 97.5, 1280 The Zone.